0: is really going on, crypto savages. You are listening to the CoinSpice podcast with host C. Edward Kelso, editor-in-chief at CoinSpice.io, your home for spicy crypto things on the net. So this is a really a long time coming from me. Uh, I worked with uh, Joey the King, uh, as I call him, out at Bitcoin.com for a while. And he was just one of those guys that if you needed clarification on something, if you needed anything done... Um, you could you could count on him. He's he's just one of these guys that um, is is a rock. Um, and I, I appreciated his counsel. I appreciated how he he conducted himself. Uh, he's frank. Uh, he does not hold back <laughs> when it comes to his opinions, so he's in a lot of ways the perfect podcast guest, but before I get into our our, our topic uh, this episode, man, just thanks so much for coming on.
1: Thank you for that uh, tremendous, flattering introduction. I love these podcasts.
0: We've been wanting to have you on for the longest time, and it's just kind of because you're, you're able to really talk about anything, uh, but this I found to be particularly topical, and I don't think... If, I don't think any podcast really is going to touch it, at least not initially until it until it blows up. But it's the idea of dividends, uh, what uh, Gabriel Cardona calls uh, an aspect of the Tocambrian explosion and the good stuff that's happening on, on Bitcoin Cash. And I really, I, for some reason, the dividend idea has really, really struck with me. And it comes, my knowledge of it anyway, that it even existed, uh, comes by way of a new... I guess, gadget or tool online called the uh, SLP Dividend Calculator. Uh, but before mm-hmm. we get into all of that, um, w- what's your general impression of, uh, can you kind of explain to the folks what a dividend is and, and and maybe why somebody would even find that attractive at all?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, the reason it's a big deal and it, and it's an interesting thing is that it's not really a crypto idea, right? I mean, dividends... Uh, and, and what you said earlier, too, about the whole uh, To Cambrian explosion, all that stuff, that just describes how humans have stored value and traded uh, for thousands of years. Like these are already things that humans do with uh, existing technology. It's just that there's all sorts of trip ups and snags and, well, wouldn't it be nice questions about uh, that existing technology? And that's where crypto comes in and that's when it gets interesting. So the fact that we're able, to take care of some of those snags and the legacy systems, and put this into crypto is why it's exciting and interesting. Really, it's not like oh wow, dividends. It's brand new. It's like nope. Like humans love these for a reason. Like there's a lot of sound investment reasons why these things exist, uh, why humans have gone through this stuff, how we trade and create value, and all of that. And now it's just something that we're able to do with some of the benefits of cryptocurrency. And those benefits are things like you know pseudonymity, uh, security and bearer assets
0: and i think uh the word dividend was such a great word whoever struck it whoever uh, coined it uh for coined it rather for this particular um piece of software because it it it, like you say it, it resonates so we know this um sort of in the wild or in in the legacy world in institutional finance um there are there are people who you know if you talk crypto if you talk tokens, if you talk cryptocurrency or you say anything, th- their eyes are going to glaze over. But there are people with money who li- literally live on dividends. So they, they'll they have their, their investments. And I, I'm trying to think of a, a proper metaphor, but it, it, essentially a company will sort of kick back to them uh, for being loyal, for holding their uh, shares or, or what have you, and and will actually pay them essentially, you know, part of the profits or, um, you know, sort of, sort of a, a, a reward of, 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 So the, the yeah, I
1: mean, we're really just talking about capitalism here, right? So I mean, if you own, for example, stock or a share of a company, uh, you're, you're taking some of the risk and you are entitled to some of the benefit and that's how it works. You know, like the company is able to raise money by saying, Hey, look, like we need some more capital. Here's what we have in place. Here are some of the risks. Here's how we believe we can handle them. And then you as an investor can look at that and say, you know, I like the assessment of the risks. I like the opportunity. I'll also take a fraction of that risk. And if there's lots of investors like me, then we'll all be entitled to a fraction of that gain. Uh, And that's really, it's just capitalism writ large, right? Uh, In terms of the specific mechanisms. Yeah. I mean, you went into, (laughs) a lot of people don't realize that. Yeah. Like a lot of people do just their entire, uh, living and earning and everything is, is dividend based. And that really is, I mean, that's, that gets into a whole other discussion and, you know, like, like wealth gaps and orders of magnitude and income inequality. Uh, But earning income from dividends based on taking risk uh, is, that's just, it's capitalism, pure and simple. And if you're able to do that at high enough orders of magnitude, then yes, that that could um, be quite an attractive income overall. And there are, numerous people today and probably everybody with a net worth of over say like 5 million USD where that's the bulk of their income
0: yeah and is it crazy to you this is kind of a a rhetorical question I guess but is it is it crazy that we're now entering this phase of cryptocurrency that that you know i I'm not going to you know put too much on it and too much hopium and say, you know we're competing with legacy mm-hmm. <laughs> but but the which would be of course a lie, but the 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 idea to me it's crazy, like wild that we're even thinking about dividends in wild in a good way uh that that this makes so much sense uh when you when you finally see it um that that companies now who maybe for whatever reason were hesitating with cryptocurrency and couldn't really wrap their mind around it. They now, I think they have a way in to, uh, to, to, I guess there's sort of a um, a linguistic liaison between the, uh, the tech and that traditional way of doing things. Does it like when you first heard, well, I guess I should ask you this. How did you first come upon the, even the idea that, Dividends with SLP would even be possible. Like, was that your idea, or or, or who, <laughs> yeah. who who kind of approached it? Yeah.
1: Oh, I wish that was my idea. Uh, you guys, you guys can't be too flattering. All these interviews. <laughs> uh, I so I, I'm a developer. I work at Bitcoin.com, and I'm also in like a bunch of these uh, Telegram groups. People who like Bitcoin Cash and people who like the history of money and all of that. And for this specifically, like people had been throwing out this question. Uh, and for this calculator, I think Roger was just like, hey, it'd be great if we had a tool uh, that let people um, send an amount of BCH to people who hold certain SLP tokens according to how much of that token they have, uh, which is just, you know, the, the same model used in other dividends for things like, for example, uh, public equities, uh, you know, tokens and things in crypto, inevitably you get into ICOs, right? Um, And one of the things that humans really like to do, and we've said like, oh, humans love to store and create value and all these. Humans also love to speculate and uh, and to gamble and to try to get rich, uh, you know, in in almost any way that they can. And this is true long before crypto, long before public equities, like land speculation is is way, way in our DNA. Um, So I hadn't really thought about this stuff specifically as it relates to BCH. Now, of course, as somebody who's used crypto for a while, I've seen how this played out on Ethereum or is playing out. And I'm not going to say like that's concluded anything. Right. Uh, but you know, once that technology exists, what's the first thing humans do is that they kind of go crazy with it and just speculate. So you had all these ICOs come out in 2017, uh, essentially because Ethereum was a platform that enabled that in a pretty straightforward and elegant way. I'm not the total expert on Ethereum, so I won't get into that too much. Uh, but that was mostly about like, hey, if we have this ICO and you create this token, then you could use it to raise money, uh, which is very, very different than uh, from this dividend approach that's possible on BCH. So you're now, you're
0: now referring to, say, probably the most popular iteration on Ethereum would be the ERC-20 token, right? Sure. Yeah.
1: Which I'm not an expert in, but you, know, you have <laughs> no, Ethereum, you have your smart contracts. There's, there's a little more functionality you can do. Uh, with BCH and tokenization, and really, we keep saying tokenization because that's, that's the word that's stuck when it comes to cryptocurrency. But we're just talking about creating one asset that represents another asset. And this used to be one of the earliest things people were excited about doing with Bitcoin BTC. Uh, you know, well before the fork, you had something called colored coins. And effectively, that was just saying, hey, like you could take small quantities of BTC and identify them somehow, and then start trading them. And then you could say, you know, those may those mean something else, right? You could either have a company say that those are shares in a company, or maybe those are shares in like an index fund, or maybe they represent real estate, whatever you want. And a lot of people were very excited about that on Bitcoin, and of course, all those people uh, were told that their excitement was meaningless and they should go do other things and you know one of those people was Vitalik who built Ethereum uh, and other people like that said okay well we're gonna have to fork and create Bitcoin Cash since effectively they used to have this on BTC and they electively disabled it.
0: Right and so then we get the, the eventual fork into Bitcoin Cash and it takes you know roughly two years uh, for anything like uh, tokens uh, to appear, and that's you know a whole other debate and rehashing of <laughs> of uh, yeah. things that have gone well, on. Well, the
1: thing is with BCH, it's a, it's an optimization debate, and I think that's a good thing, and I think that will always happen on BCH. Yeah, because once you have the block size space, then it's like, well, what's the best way to do this? And the two approaches that have happened so far, uh, and I'm not necessarily an expert on either of them, are you know wormhole that happened shortly after the fork, right? and uh, SLP, and those aren't the only ways of doing tokens on PCH, and and people are still looking at other novel ways to do it, Uh, but SLP uh, just utilizes information in the OP return field of a Bitcoin cash transaction. So you're effectively, it makes it very easy to create any token that has a unique ID and a limited supply if you want, or a controllable supply if you want, in a transparent way. So any users or traders of that token would be able to see its history and see its supply and understand what's happening with it. Uh, And once you have that, which is just an implementation of tokenization, you know, maybe there will be more in the future, but it lets you say, hey, there are some things on this blockchain that represent other things. And that's really how the entire modern economy works, right? Like that's how your bank account works. That's how owning shares works. That's how owning land titles works uh, it's the same thing now it's just on a blockchain
0: yeah to again it, the, the more you talk the more my mind just kind of blows because this used to be just again as you were talking about from the colored corn idea from from you know these it was just sort of fanciful almost salon debates, and now it's actually it it actually exists. people are actually doing this so. I know the badger wallet is there's functionality there with regard to the SLP calculator. Um, do you know if, if electron cash is doing it as well?
1: So the SLP calculator itself, uh, we can talk about that tool, but you know, my, my role as a full stack developer, uh, in the cryptocurrency ecosystem, essentially what I do is I find cool stuff that other people built and I just kind of tie it together. Um, So the calculator is nothing revolutionary at all, right? Sure. It's just like, hey, uh, these tokens exist. Wouldn't it be cool if we could just figure out what BCH addresses are holding them? And because these are BCH addresses, then we could send BCH to them uh, proportionally to what level of tokens they had. Or really anything else, right? With that information, there's lots more innovation that's possible uh, given those preconditions. So the calculator itself, uh, is just a, it's just a web front end for solving that problem. Uh, you know, the guys that created SLP uh, already did a lot of the work and they already have something called uh, like SLPDB that lets you scan the blockchain uh, with interesting queries like, hey, you know, how many addresses are holding SPICE token and have this much to that token and just almost immediately give you that answer. So I didn't make that. I just knew it existed and said, sure. okay, cool. Like I can use that tool. Uh, put a form on it so anybody with an internet connection can just ask those same questions. Uh, Then there's other great existing tools that, for example, create invoices. So the calculator itself isn't a custodial instrument. It's just an effective demonstration of a technology that's possible on Bitcoin Cash. And if somebody wants to use it, they can use it. So what it does is say, like, you go in, you say, for example, oh, I want to pay 100 Bitcoin Cash to all holders of Spice Token and you would say, you'd copy-paste the token ID so it's unique to Spice, and you'd enter you know, 100 BCH, that's how much you want to pay, and you'd say calculate, and then it'll just go scan the blockchain, figure out how many BCH addresses are holding Spice, uh, figure out how many of them, based on their Spice holdings, would be able to receive enough money for that dividend to receive a payment. So with BCH, some wallets will still have things like a dust limit implemented, Right. I think on Bitcoin.com, you can't send more than point zero 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 five BCH. Um, so right now, that's what I have the limit set there. So say if you have only one SPICE and somebody's trying to divide 100 BCH to all holders of SPICE, which you know has a supply of a billion, uh, you will probably be below the threshold where you could get one. Ah. So it'll, it'll account for that too. And say like, hey, basically, if you're trying to send this much money to SPICE holders, they need to have at least this much SPICE. So it'll just pull back a list of everybody who has enough to receive that payment and it'll create an invoice for you. So then you can just scan it with your wallet and hit send. Now electron cash supports accepting those invoices. So you can just copy paste it and do electron cash. Oh, cool. Uh, the Bitcoin.com wallet does as well. So you can just scan it and send it like it's in the other transaction. Um, but all the calculator does is put all the information together for you. So it doesn't hold any money. It doesn't store any money. It doesn't send any money. It just says, oh, okay, you're interested in a list of BCH addresses. And again, the list of BCH addresses, not a list of, say, uh, (laughs) like uh, investors and their addresses and identities. And no, it's not that. It's just BCH addresses uh, and their balances. And if you were also interested in sending BCH to those addresses, according and proportionally to those balances, this is what those amounts would be. So it's just a tool that puts that together. And it's not new technology, right? Like this information has been around and tokens have been around BCH for a long time. It's just a matter of, uh, setting it up and putting it together. And we're starting to get more into that phase in BCH development, right? Like so much of the early development is, uh, I'd say important foundational questions. Like, how are we going to do tokens, right? What's the best way to do tokens? And because the entire crypto economy is still majority speculative demand, uh, very interesting questions that are cool. Like, Oh, how would somebody pay dividends to token holders? Uh, Don't get solved as quickly because, you know, they need some of that infrastructure to exist first. And because frankly, like demand for this isn't, isn't exactly sky high just yet. Right. Most people are still speculating.
0: Right. And so it's, it's a, it's a tool that, you know, is useful and something that is, you know, somewhat novel in that it, it exists and the way that it it does things. But now we need, or the, the sort of the ecosystem needs people to find ways that maybe even you didn't. And, and other people who uh, were behind the project uh, initially could not anticipate this tool being used for. And so is, is there a way we we had sort of a discussion this morning at a at a staff meeting at CoinSpice and someone was asking me well can these essentially shoot out NFTs at some point like um sort of SLP tokens to SLP token holders you know it gets so meta and <clears throat> kind of uh, the 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 game yeah.
1: i mean the answer to that is is yes um i mean you could also it would be a way for, you know, one thing to do is you're like, oh, I've released this token and I want to reward people who hold my token. So I'll, I'll send dividends, right? That's what the dividend calculator does currently. Uh, but another idea you might have is, hey, I have this token and I want it to do well. Wouldn't it be great if like I could make sure some of the most important addresses in DCH had some of this token and you might not know who those people are. But you but might you know just have hold. certain metrics you like. Well, you might not know, right? Like, or or maybe you do. Like, who knows what information you have? But if you make some token and you're like, "Hey, I just want to make sure the ten wallets and BCH that have the most BCH get this token," right? Like, you could do that, or you could say, "Like, I want this token to go out to everybody who has Spice. They're also going to get this token because people who have Spice seem to be really into social media, and you know, I have this product I'm trying to promote, and I'll I'll do that." Uh, there's there's really kind of limitless possibilities. The interest, what the interesting ones for crypto are, you know, what's what's different from legacy, uh, what makes it special, what makes it easy, and the most interesting ones, I think, are well, sorry, I kind of just said it's it's easier, it's way easier that you know anybody with a phone and a computer could just pull this up, and if they had a somewhat limited knowledge of programming, they could do even crazier things. Uh, so that's kind of the first thing. It's it's simpler, and the second thing is that. You know, you could be more anonymous. So bearish shares uh, are a thing, you know, that's existed long before cryptocurrency. And I'm not going to say gold's not exactly a bearish share, but we'll say bearer assets like okay, uh, I got gold you. and silver, right? Like you just, you have money that's not necessarily tied to your identity. If you can just trade it with somebody, you can realize that value. And that can be, you know, bushels of wheat. Uh, it could be fiat currency in any given country. Or whatever. Now, they've also had bearer shares for things like equities or companies. And you you see them in movies sometimes, like really fancy pieces of paper and all the things they have to go through, right, to prevent fraud and counterfeit, which happens all the time anyway. Um, But with an SLP token, uh, it could be much easier to prevent some of the traditional ways of fraud. I'm not going to say that you know fraudsters aren't always going to be uh, involved in some sort of an arms race with wherever humans store value. Like, Of course, that happens in cryptocurrency. Uh, but you won't need fancy embossing and uh, columns outside of your building or whatever, right? You'll just need a hash that matches up with, uh, with a token ID in this case. Uh, but the other thing about those bearer shares... And, and why humans would have liked those, right, is that it's not necessarily tied to your identity. So it's a way to store value without relying on custodial third parties or people knowing who you are and knowing that you have that value. Uh, but a complicated issue with bearish shares, while people before cryptocurrency would have liked them and liked the anonymity that they could bring. Uh, it's very difficult to track down holders of bearish shares and pay them dividends, right? Like. Unless you just have like the coordinates of safes or like some other crazy uh, spy gadget, right? Maybe it's like you're meeting in a park and you're like, oh, okay, that's the guy. He's got the shares. Like, I'm going to leave this briefcase. It's totally crazy what you would have to do (laughs) to have uh, anonymous fair shares that receive dividends. Uh, But with SLP tokens, it would be crazy simple to do that. Now, the ecosystem's not really at the point, right? Where we have a bunch of companies that are like, Oh yeah, like we have all these filings, and you know we're just not going to use NASDAQ. We're going to use these. Like we're we're a long way from something like that, sure. uh, in terms of the economy. But in terms of the technology, we're not a long way. Like that that stuff's there.
0: Again, that that just is so incredible to me. So looking forward, and I guess you you kind of actually have already said this, but where where do you see with your crystal ball something like the dividend idea? SLP tokens, Bitcoin. Because right away, headlines today are screaming about uh, problems on Ethereum with uh, things overloading. Uh, people are complaining about uh, 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 token uh, ERC token prices, transaction fees. Um, there's a giant debate within Ethereum. I mean, I I, I don't want to you know describe it as as a, a cluster f, but there's there's a lot of there, there is a an opening in the space for something like an SLP token, too, just to just put it mildly. So looking forward with, you know, some of these other problems, um, traditional finance, where, where, I mean, where do you see this going?
1: Yeah, so usually I'm a little reluctant to answer crystal ball questions, but in this case, <laughs> I'm not reluctant at all because I know exactly what the first thing is going to happen is. The first thing that's going to happen is that people in the crypto community who are threatened by BCH offering something that customers want are going to start screaming that it's illegal. Uh, I would say BSV or BTC trolls would be prime candidates for this. <laughs> I, maybe we'll get like a letter sent to the, the SEC or, you know, whatever. They'll do something. Maybe Craig Wright will sue somebody again um but yeah that's the first thing that's going to happen and eventually after all of that dust settles people say like no it's just like any other technology people can do good things with it people can do bad things with it uh eventually i would think that it will lead to more adoption and this is when i'll get more fuzzy on the crystal ball stuff right because obviously i'm going to say that i love bch and i want a lot of great things to happen to it but if you look at it from the perspective of a business owner and you're like hey you know I see a lot of stuff is happening on cryptocurrency. Some of my customers are using cryptocurrencies. I would like some way to interact with that market. What's the easiest way to do it? And you'll see you have some choices, right? You'll look, oh, I've heard about Bitcoin. Let's check out BTC. You'll immediately see that that's totally impossible. And not only is it impossible, uh, but all the people who used to work on it that thought maybe it could happen are actively prohibiting it from ever happening. So you'll say, right, well, that's that's out the window. I guess I won't do that. Uh, then you'll see, okay, well, there's Ethereum and there's BCH. And honestly, right now, like BCH probably isn't even that conversation for most people. Just the awareness isn't there the same way Ethereum is, the way they had that explosion in 2017 and everything. Uh, But even if the awareness is slightly less with BCH, the simplicity is far greater, right? Uh, Creating an ERC-20 token isn't impossible by any means, uh, but it's certainly more challenging to do than creating an SLP token. Uh, creating an SLP token just involves downloading a wallet, giving it a name, clicking send. You can do it for a handful of cents.
0: Unreal, just unreal, and hopefully this this drives even more, you know, ideas. Uh, because again, for me, the uh, sort of the killer app or the 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 killer version or iteration of this idea would be. The dividends in the in the traditional sense but also these sort of in-game rewards uh, tokens on top of tokens um, non-fungibility expressions of it and watching that just explode uh, for the gaming community Um, has there been much talk about uh, gaming and and games with regard to this just of what you've seen yeah
1: (laughs) so there's been a lot of talk i I wish there'd been more development work but of course that also that always takes a little bit more time. I mean, we've been using the term dividend uh, simply because like, that's one of the kind of legacy finance, finance use cases. Uh, but of course, it's not restricted to that at all. I mean, really, it's kind of a higher order component here. What we're really talking about is just sending money to people for reasons, right? And this is just a technology that enables that. And it could also be sending tokens to people for reasons. So it could be points in a video game. It could be money to players of the video game. Um, that could all be just handled in the actual code of the software. So it doesn't have to be, you know, I'm saying right now, it's so easy, right? Just go to the web page, enter this information, click calculate and send a transaction. Like, yeah, that, that's way easier than what businesses have to do uh, when they try to process dividend payments or what say royalty management companies have to do when they try to track down everybody who owns whatever share of like a music royalty and how much money they need to get. Yeah, it's way easier than that. Uh, But if you're talking about computer games or other point systems, it could be way more automated, right? You could totally take out the guy sitting in the chair, kind of figuring out how much he wants to send to who. And it could be based on events in the game or items in the game or, or anything like that.
0: Yeah. Unreal. I I just keep coming up with the same response Uh, just because my mind just clicks over on these ideas and you start seeing people get to certain levels of games and, you know, buying lives, or you know, you know, just—I mean, it's. it's yeah, like- I mean,
1: really, like, I—I'm sure there's some people out there who are like, "Man, these guys shouldn't have led by calling it dividends," because that's. like <laughs> they're gonna—they're gonna say that's illegal immediately, and yeah, like, people could issue dividends illegally, but they don't need Bitcoin to do that. People can do illegal things in all sorts of ways, um, but dividends is only one of the use cases. Uh, what's interesting about it is it does enable. Uh, maybe for the first time in history, or at least easily for the first time in history, something like an anonymous bearer share that would pay dividends. Uh, certainly, for the first time in history, we're like any bozo with a phone and a computer could just make that in a second.
0: That's that's Mr. Bozo to you, pal.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't worry. I'm, I'm. I aspire to be that bozo, oh, no. not the illegal bozo, obviously.
0: <laughs> um, anyway, uh, that that uh, I've just learned a ton. Um, I can't thank you enough for for giving us the little tutorial here. Uh, but before I get too far over the skis, how, how does anybody find out about this stuff? Uh, where can they interact with it, find it, and so on?
1: Sure. So if you just go to the easiest way is go to tools.bitcoin.com. And if you just kind of, I think it's maybe the second row of icons. Like there's some other useful tools there for users of Bitcoin Cash, but it's called SLP Dividend Calculator. Uh, click on that one and check it out. Mess around with it. Like you don't, you can create any transaction. You don't need to send it. Uh, you don't need to send any money at all. It'll also print out just like a list of all the BCH addresses and, you know, how much hypothetically you would be sending them if you were to be creating a real Ooh. transaction. So you can use the tool without spending any money.
0: Crazy. And it, since, uh, I, since I know you're a homer for, for .com and uh, my heart in, in many ways is still there, um, do you know offhand if there's anybody else doing something like this? Uh, you, you kind of uh, alluded to it earlier, uh, but within the SLP um, um, ecosystem?
1: Doing something, what, say, like, getting equities ready to launch or something? Yeah, or like, like, like your um idea? Uh, I'm aware that people are trying to plan, for example, token airdrops to, like, holders of different tokens. Uh, I'm not personally aware of any of the dividends. I know people have sent some just kind of test transaction dividends. I mean, I've created, like, a handful of tokens that I've traded with myself to test the tool, um, and, and it's worked, so that's always fun, but they don't mean anything. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. And it's that sense of play, man. It's, it's the sense of just sort of bugging around, checking out the tool, getting out there, trying it yourself. It trading, is It is. Your yeah. own silly tokens and
1: no, uh, you're totally right. And that that's, what's going to be so appealing to developers, right? I mean, if you just go like developer.bitcoin.com and see how this stuff works I mean, right now in, in the crypto hackathon scenes, it's heavily dominated by Ethereum. Uh, and for good reason, like they have excellent documentation, excellent yes. tools. Uh, like I don't, I don't, I'm not here to shit on Ethereum, like they do some really cool things, Um, but it's to the point where there are some use cases where it is much easier to get started uh, with BCH or to build something with BCH, depending on what problem you're trying to solve.
0: And I'd be remiss uh, if I didn't point out, um, uh, Joey is kind enough to use the SPICE token analogy in most of his examples, CoinSpice, of course, has no official affiliation with uh, SPICE, but on the idea of playing and and the value of just sort of monkeying with stuff for its own idea, that's literally how the spice token is born. And this thing is taken on a life of its own. Who knows? You know, it could crash tomorrow, and no one care about it. But the it, it really has gone from a, a someone would
1: care about it if it crashed tomorrow. I mean, <laughs> we, could, we could we could offer all the disclaimers flavors we want, right? Like it's not like we're financial professionals. <laughs> exactly. You can't, it's. It's also while it's easy to be too wildly optimistic about cryptocurrency and like we've all been there, uh, it's also I would say very easy to be pessimistic about cryptocurrency or too pessimistic sure. about cryptocurrency. But to say something like, "Oh, I could just go to zero tomorrow," and like the chances of that happening are quite minuscule, you know. And like the chances of nobody caring are actually zero at this point. <laughs> it's, like, it's trading. It's trading on yeah. exchanges, right? That's, it
0: is. It's got three or four now. Yeah. And it's yeah. a my, my, it
1: doesn't mean it can't
0: crash at no.
1: lose value. If that happens, people my, will care.
0: <laughs> I was being glib, but but the point uh, was that I, I saw I saw it being born. You know, I, I saw oh, sure. these these guys in our in our chat space. You know, effing around with it, sending it back and forth. You know, for, what if we did this and what if we did that? And and I sort mm-hmm. of half ignored it at first, and then all of a sudden this it becomes a thing, and their their yeah. website is gorgeous um <clears throat> uh, exchanges started picking it up using it uh in combination with accelerators and then uh brecken got a hold of it and all hell broke loose um it's mm. it, it's a thing it, re- it, it people love to tip it so my, my point is well that,
1: that's just like, that's all human innovation too yeah
0: it's, yeah uh, yeah yeah so you've been
1: totally right about all of this it's never this top-down thing it's always like oh well, what if and like oh that's pretty cool or like that's interesting like what if this
0: what if this? And it just takes someone, you know, my, my point isn't to highlight Spice necessarily, but it just takes someone to kind of go or a group of people to go, wait a second, I can do something with this. We can actually uh, turn this into something profitable and, and meaningful. So um, yeah, it's, it's a wild time. Uh, it's, it's a really, really interesting time uh, to, to be a part of the ecosystem and cryptocurrency and Bitcoin Cash in particular. So um, awesome, man. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, where can people find you? Where where can they find your work?
1: Uh, I'm just Bites of Man at Twitter, so it's just twitter.com/bitesofman. B Y slash F M A N. And I'm also on memo.cash with the same handle. And um, I'm not sure the best way to like find me on that page, but actually I have a link to my memo profile from my Twitter profile. And I make some YouTube videos, but I only post those on memo, so you'll have to check
0: it out there. Very cool, and I'll be sure to have that in the uh, in the show notes page. Um, he is Joey King. He's a developer, uh, out at Bitcoin.com. And one of these guys that, uh, uh, is again, is a personal go-to, uh, if I have a question or there's something I need sort of shaken out, uh, sussed out from, from, from the, uh, uh, the clouds here in terms of, uh, either philosophy or, you know, I, I just remember going to him and, and, uh, uh, just, just a fantastic, uh, mind in the space. And, uh, uh, again, man, I appreciate all of your time and thanks again. Yep. Thanks for talking.